Welcome to Beijing's Daily News. Today is the 7th of December 2022. We'll be covering proof of physical work, business model of Ethereum scaling solutions, and the mass adoption of Web3 social. Let's get to it. On December 5th, Mohamed Fodar, crypto researcher and investor, published an article titled How Can POPW Networks Win? Our medium to discuss POPW networks. The following are his main points. POPW networks are collaborative networks where the network participants create a decentralized two-sided marketplace. The network participants are often split between service providers who contribute work to the network and service buyers who pay to benefit from the service provided by the network. In an optimal scenario, these networks should operate similar to a decentralized exchange where service requests are automatically matched with the service provider offers. The network just takes an exchange fee that goes to reward the infrastructure nodes that run the network. This is likely the long-term goal for the current POPW network such as Helium. However, at the bootstrapping phase, there is a need for a centralized entity to develop the system and lead its growth through partnerships and marketing. This entity also needs to develop a sound tokenomic design to bootstrap the network supply side and create a valuable network that attracts customers. Some of the current POPW networks require complex operation and multiple levels of planning and coordination that can significantly limit their user base. Decentralized mobile networks are examples of those. Operating a mobile network is way more complicated than deploying micro cell stations. The nature of demand for mobile coverage is dynamic and the structure of a decentralized network cannot adapt quickly to these changes in demand. Furthermore, mobile networks require significant technical work in planning, deploying infrastructure, servicing, and maintenance that can hardly be performed by decentralized contributors. Another important factor is the success of POPW networks is the standardization of work contributions. Service provider contributions cannot be subjective. The subjectivity of contribution could lead to low-quality contributions that affect the overall functionality of the network. We believe that POPW networks are positioned to create massive economic networks that showcase the true benefits of decentralization. Compared to financial use cases of Web3, which are dominated by speculation, POPW networks facilitate services that touch our everyday life. On the 7th of Michael Nadeau published a research report titled Layer 2 Economics, the business model of Ethereum scaling solution. The main contents of the report are as follows. Ethereum is gearing up for its broadband moment. Layer 2s could be seen as broadband for blockchain applications. As the infrastructure improves, so will the apps. This should drive user demand, which will lead to even better apps and further investments into more scalable infrastructure. Layer 2 scaling solutions for Ethereum are batching transactions off of the main L1 chain, compressing the data, and then anchoring it back to Ethereum for security and proof of transaction. This increases throughput and lower costs without sacrificing the functionality of Ethereum's smart contract and security. Optimism and Arbitrum are the leading Layer 2 solutions for Ethereum today. In fact, they rank number 6 and 7 in terms of transaction fees across all crypto projects over the last 6 months. Both have done 6.4 million in fees. Layer 1 blockchains such as Avalanche, Polkadot, Cosmos, Cardano, Nier, etc. Solana at 8.4 million and Binance Smart Chain at 132 million are the only alternative Layer 1s that seen more economic activity over the last 6 months. Because fees are paid in ETH, there is no burn mechanism for the OP token. Rather, activity occurring on Optimism actually facilitates the burning of ETH at the base layer. Furthermore, since Optimism's sequencer where transactions are sent, validated, and ordered is centralized today, 
there are no distributed validators or a standard protocol inflation rate as we will see with a layer one blockchain. Said another way, Optimism has outsourced its validators, the security, to Ethereum at the base layer. This means the OP token is simply a governance token today. Therefore, the value embedded into the token is derived from the ability of token holders to vote on key decisions in the future, including whether to route a portion of transaction fees back to token holders. This is a similar token model to DeFi applications such as Uniswap. While the mainstream media focuses on Sam Bankman-Fried's apology tour, the signal so far in the crypto winter is the growth of Ethereum's scaling solution. Layer 2s are quietly becoming the execution layer of the tech stack, with Ethereum serving as a settlement layer. The application layer of Ethereum's tech stack will ultimately be built on Layer 2s, and possibly Layer 3s. On December the 6th, Binance Research wrote a research report titled Web3 Social Road to Mass Adoption. At its core, Web3 Social provides three main unique utilities compared with Web2. First, asset creation and shared ownership. Web3 Social apps can use blockchain to create a shared ownership structure with its users. Second, open data and identity. Data and credentials accumulated on chain are shared across the whole ecosystem. Third, composable ecosystem. Decentralized apps built on smart contract blockchains like Ethereum are inherently composable, allowing developers to build on top of existing applications in a permissionless manner. The Web3 social ecosystem can be divided into the following sectors, infrastructure, middleware, application, and tooling. Infrastructure is where projects are attempting to provide customized infrastructure tailored towards the need of social apps. Middleware is where most of the latest innovation in Web3 are built in existing ecosystems, and middleware protocols built these existing infrastructure that aims to be the intermediary between blockchain and applications by querying, organizing, and presenting the data to application developers. Applications is where Web3 social applications are a diverse group of products that fit different scenarios. Prominent forms include social media, community-based applications, and instant messaging products. Tooling is different from applications. Tooling is a group of products that leverage Web3's interoperability and design their products to be portable across different platforms and blockchains. Currently, Web3 Social cannot directly compete with Web2 Social in terms of user experience. And to succeed, it needs to provide unique and innovative utilities. We are monitoring innovations in the following areas. Mobile applications. A large portion of the social activity happens on the mobile and we are looking forward to more innovations on this platform. Crypto-native innovations. Many of the current Web3 social products are replicates of Web2 products, and we believe that social products with real adoption will only come from products that use blockchain primitives to provide users with transformational experiences. Intersection with Web3 scenarios is where successful Web3 products can also come from addressing Web3-native scenarios, like on-chain community management. To continue hearing more, please subscribe to bishingventures.substack.com for daily newsletter and follow Twitter account Bishing Ventures to hear the rest. This is Celine from Bishing Ventures. Thank you for listening and we will see you tomorrow.